Hi guys, thank you for joining us today. I'm Dr. Janet Allenby, cosmetic dermatologist located in Delray Beach, Florida. As always, we'll be sharing suggestions from our top cosmetic providers in the country on how to present the best version of yourself every day. Because looking good feels good. Now let's get started. Welcome to Because Looking Good Feels Good with me, Dr. Janet Allenby. Today, we are going to be exploring what are some of our future products that we may have. So we're excited to have you guys here at my house again. Um, we are like a full month into lockdown, so I hope everybody is um, not going cuckoo. I kind of think I might be. Um, got no nails left, doing my own hair. Oops, we got our guest here who's coming in. Let me join him up with us. and. So we are going to be having an amazing uh, discussion today about what the future has for us. Mark, hi. Hey, Jen. How are you? See you. Thank you for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me. Excited to be on. Now you're in Pleasanton, Northern California, too, right? Because we have close, close to that. I'm in. Uh, I'm, I'm near Palo Alto, so I'm on the peninsula. But uh, the, the company where uh, Remance is located is just. Uh, in East Bay, so not too far from here. So are you guys total lockdown? We are, yeah, we're full shelter in place down to just essential businesses. Although I'm sure like uh, where you are in Florida, there's no shortage of people that on, you know, sort of a nice weekend day are out walking around and everything, but definitely the supermarkets, you know, they've got lines, you have to have a mask to go in and, and they're trying to regulate and, and sort of manage the social distancing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's the same as here, but I will tell you that uh, this weekend, I swear there was a million boats on the water. People were like cruising up and down Las Olas Boulevard. And I know you probably know Fort Lauderdale. And it was just like, oh my gosh, we are like not locked down here. <laughs> exactly. I want everybody to be in lockdown so I can get back to the office. I'm like, Absolutely. You and me both. Exactly. I'm tired of being at home. Um, thank you so much for joining us. And I really do appreciate it. I know it's a little bit earlier on your side of the world. Um, so today we are going to be talking about the cool new company that you are actually president and CEO of, which is Revance Therapeutics. And we're really excited to have some of your insights um, for followers out there. Um, one of the really interesting things is that um, there's not too often a new company coming into this filler toxin space. And we use the word toxin. And I know a lot of uh, lay people don't like the word toxin, but it's kind of the, the neuromodulator is the other name that we use for it. You know, I think more people say the word Botox as kind of like we say Kleenex for tissue paper, you know, but it, they really are. There's a lot of new products coming potentially out. And there are some that are definitely stand out more so than others. And I think you guys actually have a very interesting um, portfolio that you're going to be bringing to the consumers soon. And, you know, I, I think uh, probably it was probably going to be somewhat this year, but I think maybe because all this craziness with the coronavirus issues, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen as far as, you know, what your timeline is. But thank you so much for joining us. Sure. Well, thanks again for having me. Excited to uh, give you an update on Revance and sort of where we are as a company. Cool, cool. Background on Mark, I will tell you. Um, he has been in the healthcare industry for more than 25 years. And I think you were a little bit orthopedic and then you ended up in 
being, and you guys, you got to listen to this one because it is pretty impressive. Um, I met Mark through Cool Sculpting. He was president and CEO of Zeltique, and he brought the company from 2012 at a $68 million company up to selling it to Allergan for $2.5 billion. That's B with a billion dollars. So I, that's just a huge, huge, you know, it's beyond a feather in your cap. That is just like uh, hitting a home run and doing the jig <laughs> so you should be very proud of yourself because um you know it really there was a in the beginning with cool sculpting history there was a little bit of lag on people adopting the procedure and you really put together an amazing team we got to talk to brad um the other day who was part of the team before and you know it's just really great people that you know you're a leader and the one great thing about a leader is that it's not about you it's about the team and you put together amazing people that really brought it to a much higher level and i think you know it went from 68 million to a two plus billion dollar company so it does say a lot about your your technique your style and Part of that style, I think, comes from your fantastic wife that right. <laughs> behind every awesome guy is an awesome woman. No doubt. Definitely the case here. Yes. I overmarried for sure. So. Yes. And, and I will say Dana uh, definitely is a good is a good um, uh, portrayal of who you guys are. You are both amazing, but you always kind of know what what people are like when you meet their spouse. Well, thank you. So, so anyway, um, the, um, the other really interesting thing I think that people should kind of hear about is, you know, this is kind of to consumers who only because we're in this coronavirus time, are we able to kind of dialogue with somebody like you who's in the upper echelon in the cosmetic industry. And, you know, because you're stuck at home, I get to like pull up your ear and and talk to you a little bit right now so you know the followers are always interested in what's coming up what's new and you're actually coming into being the president and ceo from a different aspect because i don't know of any other company that has a device company leader into now an injectable because it is different the devices are different than injections and we're talking our fillers the hyaluronic acids and the toxins that i was saying earlier so um is that do you know of anybody else who's kind of done this? Well, I, I'm sure, you know, people that have been in the aesthetics field, if you look at sort of the big categories within aesthetics, you have facial injectables, as you mentioned, sort of neurotoxins or toxins or Botox and then fillers. But within that whole market, you've got breast implants, energy devices like cool sculpting, skincare, um, and then you have sort of, you know, a variety of other things. And so, you know, you do see people, if you look, for example, Allergan has been an incredible company in this space that's uh, developed a lot of really great talent that has gone on into other areas. And so I do think it's probably less common. You find people go from devices into pharmaceuticals, um, but you do see some cross-pollination, certainly in the industry. Well, okay. So first of all, how did you end up in aesthetics? And you guys, he could easily be checking out every golf course in the right. world and never work another day because of that fantastic sale to Allergan. So one, I think we're very fortunate to have you back in the space. So I'm very happy that you are um, leading a company that I think has some really great potential. Um, so how did you end up in this whole aesthetic world? Yeah, great question. You know, some people have paths that are very deterministic and sort of people know what they want. When I came out of college, I knew that I wanted to go into medicine, um, but uh, frankly, I didn't have the grades to get into med school. So I started uh, in medical sales. 
And I started in uh, hospital-based medical sales, so selling sutures and a variety of different devices across uh, a number of different uh, procedures, general surgery, uh, cardiovascular, urology. Um, and then from there, I went into interventional cardiology. So balloons and stents used to prop open heart arteries if people have you know, heart attacks and stuff. And I was there in the early days there, and that was really exciting. And through some of the company moves that I made along the way, I, I moved up from sales to sales management to marketing. I ended up getting transferred out to Silicon Valley with one of the companies that I was working with. Um, and through that, some of the people that I had worked with in the past started another company. So I, I joined them. This was also an interventional cardiology. From there, um, I was handling international and business development and had an idea for a company in the cardiovascular space. So I started my own company. Uh, we built that up, sold it to a, a, a bigger company in the space, Medtronic. And then from there, I went into venture capital. And so on the venture capital side, I had an opportunity to see a lot of really interesting and exciting technologies. And I think that's when I first got a little bit exposed to aesthetics. Mm -hmm. At the time, if you were in sort of classic medical device, you were much more focused on life-saving technology. And so the idea of aesthetics, you weren't sure how to think about it. Right. Um, and then so when I was on the venture side, I was uh, asked by <clears throat> some people that I knew on the Celtic Aesthetics board if I would come and join the board as uh, chairman and as sort of an interim CEO when they were private while they were switching from being an R&D company to a commercial stage company. <clears throat> so I did that. They brought on a, a CEO. I stayed on the board. And then um, ultimately, after the company went public, they asked me to step in as the CEO. And so I ran it for the next five years. But, but to your question, I, so I kind of ended up in aesthetics by, by chance. I joined this board of this interesting, cool sculpting technology. It was still early and had a lot of risks, but I liked it. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I've really come to appreciate about aesthetics are a few things. I, I, I love sort of the fact that this is something unlike um, episodic conditions like heart disease or cancer, which obviously are, can be very devastating. Mm -hmm. Patients that or consumers that engage in aesthetics have now adapted as part of their lifestyle and it makes them feel better and it allows them every day when they look in the, the mirror to feel their best. And so it's a really happy place. Obviously physicians like you, you get to deal with a bunch of small business owners that are really passionate about what they're doing, mm -hmm. have a lot of flexibility to sort of create the experience that they want for their patients. Mm -hmm. um, and I love that interaction and that dialogue. And I think thirdly, when you, you know, from my venture capital days, you love to be in markets that are growing, right? It's always hard to go into a market, let's say like the auto industry, right? Where you're kind of fighting for share and it's tough. If you look at aesthetics and what's happened over the last call 50 years, aesthetics originally was a vanity play. Most people that got sort of aesthetics were looked at as, eh, they're kind of doing it as vanity. Right but now with social media and millennials engaging and people wanting to be the best versions of themselves, people living longer, you're finding that more and more consumers are engaging in aesthetics as kind of a lifestyle. It's, it's on the order of, of diet and exercise. So I really love sort of where the industry is going overall. And I think it's a really fun place to be on the business side because, you know, you're introducing products that have innovation that are matched up with sort of this growth. So that's sort of how I got there and why I really like the space. And as you mentioned on the revamped therapeutic side, I'd been on the board for the last two and a half years. And then back in October, the board asked me to step back in um, to an operating role as the CEO. And, uh, and so that was the decision I made. Well, we're happy to have you back in the industry. I can tell you that.
No, it, it is. It's, it's, you have a very strong background and a lot of different uh, lenses to look through that have helped you because people don't realize it. it's, it's, you know, you're going against some giants here with what you're going to be doing. And we're going to talk about what you're doing because it's, I think, you know, people who have come in my office, they've heard me speak about the things that you are going to be bringing. And I have definitely been waiting for these things myself. So I can't wait to actually get my hands on them. Um, so I think that there's, you know, people kind of know a little bit, but they don't know enough. And they, they kind of, you know, I think they just, you know, they're in the dark. They never know until we actually either talk to them directly. Most people don't have the venue to be able to hear about things like this. So, you know, I think as doctors, you know, we have our meetings and everybody kind of knows what's coming up, but the patients really don't know. And I think this is a good way to kind of give them a little insight. And I know you have some restrictions because you're trying to get your, um, all your ducks in a row so right. you can get your approvals and we certainly don't want to do anything to right. risk that <laughs> right. right likewise yes exactly so um i i mean to me like the standout one and i actually now that i'm learning more about your other product i think right. that's going to be just as exciting but um i think the neurotoxin is what gets me excited and um there is a new neurotoxin that you are going to i think your application has been accepted and it still has to get through fda but soon we'll be able to see a longer lasting neurotoxin right, right. yeah that's the hope <laughs> right yes well the studies do reflect already i mean yes. You wouldn't have gotten to the application point if right. the studies are not reflecting this. Right. So do we have any timeline and do you have um, some generalized uh, time uh, extension that we're going to get out of these neurotoxins? Sure. So um, maybe I'll give also a little background and context to that. So um, and as you pointed out, sort of the, the neurotoxin market is a, you know, it's a it's a really great market. And if you look at it from a size standpoint, it's about a four and a half billion dollar market worldwide and so a lot of people are getting neurotoxins what some people don't think about is that there's a an aesthetic side of it which most people are familiar with but there's also a therapeutic side where people get it for migraines or muscle movement disorders something called cervical dystonia or upper limb spasticity so it's really a it's a great product that addresses a wide range of conditions by you know sort of uh, stopping the muscle from working for a period of time until it comes back. And in mm -hmm. aesthetics, it's what allows the wrinkles to, to not show. Um, and so if you look at, exactly, so if you look at the, so people have long looked at this market as it's a, it's a great market. And Botox is not the only one that's in the market. So others have come in with other forms of sort of Botox uh, and have taken some share, but Botox remains sort of the, the main brand out there. But the performance characteristics of all of those are, are pretty similar. And so I don't think that people necessarily thought outside the box to say, is there a way to change the performance of these toxins in a way to allow them to last longer? And so Revance's journey there, um, it was not that straightforward. They, the company didn't start necessarily trying to develop a longer acting version of, of Botox. Mm -hmm. They started trying to topically introduce Botox um, and so to topically get it through the skin, they had to do two things. One is they had to take this molecule, this toxin molecule and purify it and strip it down. So you just had the active molecule. So they, mm -hmm. they ended up purifying it down. Mm -hmm. The second thing is they had to add uh, what's called a peptide to try and help it go through the skin. Okay. And that combination together is what has ended up delivering um, a different performance profile. And so when we went from the topical program, which we, we moved away from, 
to the injectable version, mm -hmm. what we found is that the duration and the benefit was, you know, out to in our clinical trials showing it out to around six months. Wow. Um, and so uh, if you look at historical data, that's a, almost, you know, twice as long. Now we've got to finish the FDA approval process, but that's what we've seen thus far in our clinical trials. When we went out, we did our market research and we asked consumers, you know, what's sort of, tell us things that you would like to see improved. And what we heard universally and the top of the list was, I'd like it to last longer. And that's right. because it's, you know, they can plan around it better. They get, you know, sort of the, the, the result that they want for a longer period of time. They don't have to get as many needle injections over that course of time. And what we found too, if they could sort of come in twice a year, they could get sort of full correction all year long versus today, there's a little bit more of guessing of when do I need to go back in? How long does it last? And then you have these sort of periods of ineffectiveness because your schedule doesn't work, your physician's busy, it's hard to work the logistics. So our hope is that, you know, by, by introducing what we believe is a, a longer acting toxin that, um, you know, we're gonna create a segment in this market and we're gonna address sort of the, the number one unmet need. and and some markets go through evolutionary changes right you think again the car industry you've got a, a next generation model i think that's the innovation that's happened today we look at ourselves more like a tesla we're coming in with a completely different approach and a different performance characteristic and and we believe that innovation in these markets are, are great it'll appeal not only to people that are used to getting toxin injections but we think it's going to raise awareness for those that are are on the sidelines who are hearing about this new product so we're really excited to be coming into this large growing market with a very differentiated product. And Which to your is, question on the- on Yeah, the, that's unique. I mean, because everybody, I mean, there's probably three or four right now in the market and they're all right. kind of me twos, you know? And yeah. I think it, there is such a distinction and difference with this product that's huge. Right, right. And you're asking timing. So we've submitted what's called our, our BLA, our biologics license application to the FDA. Um, they have sort of these, um, uh, goals and guidelines to deliver approvals within a certain period of time. So they've given us an approval date of November the 25th of this year. Exactly. So <laughs> there's still things that we have to do. They have to complete their inspections and everything. But even with the COVID-19 situation, um, we continue to believe that things are on track. We've not heard anything different. And so if all goes as planned, we hope to have this product approved uh, later this year. Oh, that would be fantastic. Right. You know, and it, and there are, you know, I had Dr. Fagan on the other day and right. he, he, we, you know, every toxin has its own personality and, mm -hmm. and same with the fillers that we're going to talk sure. about in a second. And, you know, I think uh, we all have our tool chest and I will say for my office, my mm -hmm. patients, you know, the, the, my patients follow what is the national average, which is about a 1.8 recurrence a year to having right. a toxin done. So that means a lot of people are undertreated right. and, or they, you know, it, on, in my mind, like I know me, time is money. I cannot right. take off to go do something. And most of my people, you know, they're just busy. And right. it really is more like if, if it keeps me from having to uh, drag somebody back in just for toxin alone, this is a huge benefit. And it also kind of, you know, just, it, it messes up my system. I hate to right. say that guys out right. there follow, but just right. pop in for a toxin, even though it's pretty quick, you know, it, it's taking out a lot of time their own day. Um, and it, it does tend to jam up the system a little bit more. And, you know, one of the things that we struggle with in, in all medical field is trying to stay on time. And right. this will actually help us, I think, stay on time, 
you know, do a benefit for the patient. I think everybody is very excited about this one. Yeah, and I'm with you. And I think the ability to plan sort of twice a year, it's, you know, I use yeah. sort of the dentist analogy, and this is very That's different, but, but you plan. It's like, I know I'm just coming in twice a year. Right. The other thing, too, which is, and you're living it real time, is, you know, what, are, what impact will these social distancing uh, steps have over time? And so I also think the ability to get a longer lasting result that potentially minimizes the number of times that you need to come in might also sort of be appealing from a social distancing standpoint. You're, you're so right. Like right now, we're kind of trying to figure out our plan of how do we re-enter and safely do this because, you know, it's our duty to make sure that our patients stay safe, our staff stay safe. And, you know, we're just thinking, okay, if I have two people in an hour and we all are, you know, got, we have our masks and different masks and shoe covers, you know, we're trying to figure out how to reopen, which we're hoping probably like in... Right now, our target is May fourth, but you know who knows what's going to happen. I hope, I hope, I hope. But you know, you know. But even the beginning, it's going to be slow going and trying to get people in. And I know people are going to get upset because I can't have more than a couple people a day just because right. of, I don't want anybody getting sick more than anything, especially right. over cosmetic stuff. Sure. You know that would not be cool. All right. All right. Exactly. I don't want to get sick. I haven't yeah. had it. I don't want it. All right. Right. I'd to end up in a hospital somewhere. I'm in the older age group. I'd probably have <laughs> Broward General here, which would be horrible. Right. Um, so anyway, so I think that this is such an exciting um, you know, product to be bringing to the market that I, I think that it's personally, I mean, I think you guys are like, doing it differently. There are a couple um, companies that have formed that have tried right. to enter the market, but I, I think they're just too much me too's uh, to distinguish themselves as something really different. Um, with that, because you guys kind of uh, have been working for some time on acquiring the distribution rights for Tioxin. And I'm going to let you give the real blurb on this because I don't know much about it because I don't get to use it. But it sounds like an amazing new tool in our hyaluronic acid uh, world. And maybe kind of if you could tell us what different types that you might be bringing to the market initially because um you know again just like the the dr fagan talked about and actually she know too we were talking about like every tool is a little different and how sure. we use it and you know everything is more people recognize that they want to have natural appearing uh and results and you know some of the past things were maybe either used inappropriately or maybe just too in the wrong space uh when we put them in you know so there was an unnaturalness initially and now we're going more natural so Tell us a little bit about the Tioxin or Tioxyl and when are we going to get our hands on this one? Sure, sure. So uh, great questions. Um, so as I mentioned, just to sort of up level it again, when we think about as a business, where do we want to grow? Where do we want to innovate? And so if you think about the neurotoxin market, uh, that's the biggest market. So that's where we're in. And then if you look at strategically, what other products fit well in terms of the physician customer we're calling on, the sales rep that's selling the product and the patient that's getting it. And the most natural partner to a neurotoxin is a filler because many patients get both. It's the same injector doing it. So while we thought our neurotoxin in and of itself would be sufficient, mm -hmm. we sort of thought if we could find a really good filler to partner with our neurotoxin, that would make us a stronger and more formidable company. Mm -hmm. And so we found uh, Tioxane. It's a Swiss manufacturing company with offices in uh, Paris as well. 
that really has the latest in innovative hyaluronic acid, which is a type of filler. That's the majority of the filler market that they've developed. Um, and what's really exciting there is if you look at Europe as a whole, they tend to get products much earlier than the United States because the regulatory requirements are a little less stringent. So you get a chance to really see what's new and it's coming from Europe. And if you look at what Tioxane has developed, they've developed this RHA, which are resilient hyaluronic acid line of fillers, which is the latest innovation in hyaluronic acid technology. And, and what they did is um, Valerie Dupin, who's the uh, CEO and founder of the company, was one of the creators of Juvederm. So she's been in the hyaluronic acid field for a long time and understands all these little subtleties. And what they've done is they figured out how to optimally create the right uh, mix of hyaluronic acid. And, and there's a lot of things that go into it from a scientific standpoint. It's, you know, is it particle or smooth gel? What's the cross-linking agent that you use? Um, you know, what's the weight of it? That's kind of the science piece of it, but there's an art piece of it as well, which is how do you manufacture it? And they've come up with a really novel, gentle manufacturing process that's designed to preserve as much of the, the hyaluronic acid in the desired form. And what that has yielded is a, uh, a product that's easy for the injectors to inject. Um, it's very natural and, um, and just, it, it, it sits really well. So they've got three different lines, a RHA2, a three and a four, and each one of those has a different level of, for arguments like viscosity. It's lighter to heavier. Mm -hmm. um, and those will then determine sort of how deeply it's used or how superficially, and I'm sure you could, uh, spend a lot more time talking about that. But so we're going to give physicians the choice of these technologies to use them where they want for patients. Like you said, three to start with, there'll be a fourth one, RHA1, that right now is slated for 2021. That's going to be for really fine lines and things around the mouth. But we, we, we're really excited to be bringing what's the latest in innovation from Europe mm -hmm. to the United States with what we think is a first class filler brand that fits really well with our premium neurotoxic. And if you look at it in, in Europe, they've got about a 9% market share in wow. the top five markets, and they don't have a neurotoxin or anything else to partner with. And I, we think that speaks to the quality of the product. Right, which is huge because that yeah. market is so huge. So yeah. if you're on even in the top 10, that right. is like remarkable. I've, right. I've, I've, I've had very good feedback from my colleagues uh, across the pond there. And right. um, it is an exciting time. Now, let me ask you, are they going to have lidocaine mixed in with them to help with the discomfort or is that future or? They are. So they're going to launch. So they're already FDA approved. We were originally going to launch in Q2 of this year, but because of the virus, we pushed it to Q3. They, like us, they went through a you know, shelter in place, so they weren't able to manufacture the product. So we're now planning to, to launch it in Q3, but the products that are FDA approved do have lidocaine in them. So we'll, we will be launching with sort of the, the market standard. Lovely. Yeah, because yeah. It, it makes such a difference for the patients as far as discomfort level. Um, uh, what is, is it going to be named Tioxin or Tioxol or how, how is it going to be named? We're going to go with the RHA 2, 3, and 4. So that will be sort of the product name for each of them. So Tioxane is the parent company. They uh -huh. do have a line of, uh, you know, sort of TOCL, which was their first version. The RHA is their next generation. So we'll have the RHA 2, 3, and 4. Cool. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. I can't wait. Oh, okay. Well, we are waiting for these products. Yeah, so. next quarter, right around the corner. 
Yeah, the stupid coronavirus, you know, I right. hate to play lightly. There are people yeah. that are really sick from it and yeah. our hearts go out to them. But it is, you know, it, it is interesting. I, I And we kind of talked a little bit before we joined up here today for the live. And, you know, it really, I think this is a time that innovation is key and being the best version of yourself, whether you're a client or a follower or us as uh, providers and you as a company being a provider, um, I think this is like the opportunity, um, you know, how do you turn lemonade from from lemons? And this is it. I mean, it's right. about being innovative and bringing things that are going to improve people's life and, and improve their lifestyles. Um, you know, whatever we can do to not be so in their face, having a longer lasting toxin, we'll do that for sure. Um, you know, and literally in their face because of coronavirus. Um, and and now it's my understanding also that the RH line is a little bit longer lasting or is that um, not? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we won't have a claim on that. We, we think that their performance will be consistent with others. So um, we don't have any sort of claims around that. They've done some of their own data from an international perspective, but um, from a marketing claims perspective, we, we won't have anything on that. So, I mean, I think it's more realistic that most people do understand. They come right. to my office. Right pretty much twice a year on average. I have my frequent flyers that are a little more frequent. And then I have the people that just, you know, they're maybe once a year. Now I do think that these, you know, especially I think now that the market is opening a little more to men, especially a longer lasting toxic It's almost impossible. So um, we know it's just a different mindset. We women are used to, you know, not being able to get our hair done or nails, right, right. like driving us cuckoo. But guys are like, mm, I'm okay. You know, right. I'll just like sit here and be grizzly for another month, right. as long as I don't get sick. You know. Yes. So there's a different mentality on that one. I mean, I have my patients are texting like, can I? Right. And I'm like, when we open, yes. I don't want to right. kill anybody here. So right. I, I am anyway. So that is a great start for a a budding company that is new to the industry so we're going to be hearing a lot of advanced therapeutics that you're going to be seeing that as one of the big players here soon guys so right. um don't be shocked when you when you're like what's this coming out you better right. be watching this out there because this is right. amazing uh new information that is really going to benefit everybody now um before we go i do want to hear you know you have uh you have the crazy situation like we do here in South Florida. And um, how are you doing with like keeping yourself normal during this nutty time that we're in? Yeah, great question. Um, well, I think there's kind of a few compartments that go to that. So first on the work side of it, you know, we're we're still operating as best we can. And the, the revamps team's done an amazing job shifting from working in the office to now working from home 
with you know sort of different you know digital web tools and everything to stay connected and we have an awful lot to do as a company to get ready for the approval of, of our Daxi product to get ready for the launch of our RHA filler line um, you know we're actually still hiring because we have a lot of things that we have to get oh, done and so here. I'm still pretty busy from a, a work standpoint uh -huh. um, on the personal side, I'm trying to keep a routine. I think that, you know, one of the ways to stay sane in this environment is to have somewhat of a routine. Mm -hmm. um, we also have four kids, two in college, two out of college. And it just so happened that um, they all happened to be in this area when when the shelter in place went and went down. So two are working from home, two are doing college from home. And so we've, we've really enjoyed Aww. having our kids home and at the age that they're at we've had really nice dinners together and great conversation and so that's really been wonderful and then also just trying to stay in shape trying to find things to do as part of that routine to stay in shape which, which is not always easy because the the dinners in the evenings uh you know go against a little bit of the working out but uh, just trying to keep some structure and everything now okay wait everybody has a peloton do you have a peloton we do, yes. <laughs> Have you been on your Peloton is the next question. Yeah, I, I have. We have, a, we have a tread as well. So I'll try to do the Peloton tread sometimes and the, and the bike sometimes. So I, I swear I'm the last American to not have a Peloton. That's I, right. I well, you have to shoot me your username when you get one. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'll be like racing away. Right. I'm so competitive. I'll probably like pull a hamstring or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Mark, so much for joining us. It was very informative. Oh, do we have a name by any chance for the Daxi product that's coming out? We don't yet. Part of the naming process is you have to go back and forth with the FDA to find a name that's going to be acceptable. They compare it to a bunch of other databases and names. So we're still waiting for our name for our our. our Product name is Daxi Botulinum Toxin A. We call it sort of Daxi for short, but we're waiting kind of what our formal name's gonna be. Okay, cool. All right, thank you so much for joining us. You know what, stay safe, stay healthy, tell Dana hi for me and enjoy. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Janet. Great to see you. Can't wait to see you in person soon. And thanks so much for having me on. Right. And also, Mark is from Florida. So that's right. Absolutely. True Floridian. There we go. Exactly. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. So that was amazing information, guys. Um, Mark is just such a wow uh, leader, and he will make that company fantastic, and we're so excited to get those products in our hands. And like you kind of heard from uh, what I said earlier, we are trying to kind of head for May 4th opening date, but we are really trying to make sure that it's safe, safe, safe for everybody. Um, and we are trying to uh, really put some strong plans into place because your safety, our staff safety, everybody, um, that's number one does, of course. Um, we still have gift cards are flying off the shelf as far as, you know, metaphorically speaking. Um, the I am gonna do on Wednesday, um, um, kind of things that I have around the house that that um, are from my office. Uh, like I'm going to show you my new face because I pulled it out of the cobwebs because I'm pretty lazy otherwise. And I got it out and I started using it. I'm like, oh, my God, I need to let everybody know about the new face. It does kind of help smooth you out and pull the skin back up. So I'm going to talk about that on Wednesday. Um, we have uh, some pretty good guests that I'm still confirming, but lining up for uh, Wednesday 
actually, we have Dolores Catania, who is one of the New Jersey housewives, is going to join us on Thursday. So you got to like catch up with her. Um, she is a fantastically sweet person, and you guys, you will enjoy it. If nothing else, she is just like a little off the wall, crazy, kooky, awesome person. So um, you guys stay safe, be healthy. Um, can't wait to see you. I am so ready to get back in the office. I don't know about you guys, but I'm falling apart between hair and nails, like trying to do this stuff myself. I, I colored and clipped my hair. So if it looks weird, who knows? Um, somebody has to come clean it up afterwards. So we will see you guys soon and um, be safe. Love you guys. Bye.